0: So we think of our beliefs as uh, this, you know, quality that we can't really touch almost, but you can, you can actually touch your beliefs within the brain, within the human brain, because there's certain brain neuron connections that strengthen over time around certain thoughts. And those thoughts become what you believe in.
1: Listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help destigmatize stigmatize the idea of wanting more money as a woman of color. More money, more options, not only for you and your family, but also for our community. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina Well Coach on a mission to help more mujeres become investors in launch and launch an online business. Just like you, I used to believe that I could only earn money if I was mentally and physically hard. And after learning about stock market investing and online business, I can tell you that there is a new way for us to create a legacy while living our purpose and not having to work as hard for money. So if you are ready to dive into understanding your money mindset, entrepreneurship, and stock market investing, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hello, Wendy. Welcome Hello. to the Say Well podcast. ¿Cómo estás? How are you? Hello,
0: Lucy. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Gracias por la invitación. I can't wait to share.
1: You have so much to share, by the way. Uh, and I can't wait to dive into uh, the conversation. But for those people that are not familiar with who you are and what you do, can you give us just a short bio?
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. So my name is Wendy Amara. I am a strategic life and business coach for Latinas. So I specifically help women of color, Latinas, reach our goals, really do the work that it takes to not only say what we want, but actually make what we want real. That's what I do. So I work on mindset. I work on helping my clients take consistent action, right? And doing all of that while loving and trusting yourself. Yes.
1: I love it. And it's a whole new year. So we're all about change. And it really starts with us. But before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take you back to learn more about you and your relationship with money. And how did you grow up?
0: Yeah, so my parents are immigrants from Guatemala, Viva Guate. And uh, they came here in the 1970s. And I was born here, my brother was born here. And we definitely didn't start off with, you know, a lot of money. I grew up in a household where it was our first little apartment. I remember it was in Hollywood in um Not the nicest part of Hollywood is where we first moved, but there were other families from Guatemala that lived in the same apartment building. So my mom wanted to be near other people that she felt familiar with. Yeah. Um, And, you know, my dad worked in shipping and receiving for a company for a long time. So he, he wasn't, he didn't have like this great big job. Whereas in Guatemala, he was an accountant and he had kind of a bigger, let's say more professional type of job. Same thing with my mom in Guatemala, she had been a secretary, but when she first got here, she worked at a laundromat. So we had to work our way up, right? They had to work their way up. And they taught me the value of building a relationship with money. And that money was definitely going to be something that was needed in the world. <laughs> needed in our functioning uh, in terms of, you know, really stepping up. And they did, they ended up buying a house in the 1980s. So they saved up money, were smart with their money and bought their first property and became homeowners um, in the San Fernando Valley. And that, that's where I grew up. And very much with the mindset of you work hard for money and you create stability. Because stability is so important to us as as immigrants, as children of immigrants, right? And from the immigrant experience, they wanted to have stability and money, which for my dad meant like a 401k and health insurance and those kind of things. So that's what I was taught, which is interesting now that I'm an entrepreneur, because I have different beliefs now (laughs) about money.
1: Thank you for sharing that. I learned so much about you uh, just in these few seconds. And I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about your parents and, you know, you describing how they bought their first casita and all of this. And I'm just like, oh, like, it's just, this is why I love asking these questions to people that come to the podcast, by the way, because I feel like we can all learn from each other. And it is so fascinating to me that you just said, like, it's interesting that I learned this because now I feel different. So what are some of those money limiting beliefs that you have to let go of? Well,
0: one of the most controversial ones that I'm letting go of now, currently in this uh, iteration of my life is that you have to work hard for money. That's a, yeah, that's a really big limiting belief that a lot of, I think, first gen women experience and parents you know, coming from other places, uh, immigrants, definitely experience because they, we think, right. And we've grown up with this belief that you have to get a quote unquote job that is going to require you to work long hours in order to bring in money. And you don't really have to live that way. That's just a belief and a thought. Like now I feel like majority of what I do, I would do for free and I'm getting paid for it and I'm not working hard. So the idea of working hard, right? Yeah. So my new belief, instead of believing I have to work hard, for money. My new belief is money comes easily and freely to me whenever I want.
1: That's Amen to that. And it (laughs) is true. It does happen. But of course, because we have so many, you know, limiting beliefs, cultural expectations, cultural beliefs, it really shapes uh, how we think, you know, our life should be, especially when it comes to money. So thank you for sharing that. Earlier, you said that you're uh, a strategic business and mindset coach. And through my journey of working with many, many mujeres in terms of well-building, I have learned that the mindset is sometimes a little bit more stubborn than the actual investment portion of what I do. And you help uh, people with businesses. And so how, let's talk about mindset because it's just so intriguing to me. Why is it so important for us to understand our thought process and the belief process? Yes.
0: Why is it so important to change mindset? Why is it so important? Yes. Yeah. It starts with our conditioning. It's because we've been conditioned for so long, right? To think a certain way. And literally there's brain neuron connection patterns that strengthen around our beliefs. So we think of our beliefs as uh, this, you know, quality that we can't really touch, almost, but you can, you can actually touch your beliefs within the brain, within the human brain, because there's certain brain neuron connections that strengthen over time around certain thoughts. And those thoughts become what you believe in, right. And what you stand for and what you feel is truth, truth with a capital T in your body. Right. Um, and you can ask yourself right now, like, what is something that I believe in? And just by asking yourself that, you can feel it in your body. You can start to feel it in your body. So changing those patterns or creating new patterns, new thought processes, new beliefs, or changing those beliefs, shifting those beliefs is really difficult to do. And it's the most important part of creating a new life for yourself, hitting a new goal. It's the most important part of actualizing your goals of actually reaching and achieving your goals and bringing them into the real world, it's more important than the strategy that you're going to get from reading books or learning about what to do with investments or the action steps to take. Yeah, the mindset piece, unless your mindset shifts, it doesn't matter if you have a long to do list, and you're following through with a bunch of stuff, your mindset is always going to keep you trapped unless you're working on changing that. So that's yes, that's what I do for a living.
1: (laughs) And I I love that you talk about like how the brain, you know, like works because to me, I'm fascinated with the stuff, but why, why is this so hard? Cause you just say like changing your mindset is hard. Like, why is it so hard to change your mindset? It's the years of
0: conditioning. It's So three things, I think one is the years of conditioning that we've been raised with. Right. So again, it's the strengthening of those brain neuron connections through years of thinking a certain thought of believing a certain belief that we've just been taught to believe and not only taught socialized, everyone around us is believing that thought, right? Secondly, it's our lack of awareness. So one of the most powerful things I do in Inspired Action, my group coaching program, and in all of my programs is build awareness, your awareness of what are the thoughts that I'm spending the majority of my time thinking? What are the beliefs that are really ingrained in me that are limiting me from moving forward, right? Spending time and building awareness about your thoughts is step one, and that's difficult to do for most people unless you have a coach or you have somebody who's asking you the right questions, who's asking you the question that opens up the thought for you.
1: I love that you mentioned conditioning because earlier before I hit record, I was sharing with you that I joined the Wheel Grow uh, Amigas community back in 2019 and I was, you were coaching. And one of the beliefs that I had at that time in 2019, it was that I could only earn money by working for someone. And I had just left my corporate career. You know, I, I, I decided to just give it all up because I wasn't happy. I wasn't, I was struggling with a lot of things. And so for me, changing that belief took a lot of self-coaching and not only self-coaching, but actually allowing myself to be coached by people like you, you know, by other coaches that I still have coaches now. And so through your experience, why is it hard for us to even ask for help or ask to be coach?
0: Yeah. I mean, that brings me to number three. Like you asked me, what are the three reasons it's hard for people to shift their mindset, right? One is the conditioning. Absolutely. Two is the lack of awareness. We're just not aware that our thoughts are creating Our life, that our thoughts lead to our feelings that lead to our actions that eventually lead to our results. Right. And number three, which is exactly tied to the, to this question. It's because it's so uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for us to really examine our life and to start believing new beliefs. It is uncomfortable. It requires us to sit in some yucky feelings that we just don't want to feel like getting really real with ourselves, right? Uh, Pulling ourselves out of doubt, fear, uncertainty, all of those feelings that are uncomfortable. And it's easier to just go through life with, okay, well, I'm just going to get the next job, let's say, right? Because that way I'll have Secure income, (laughs) which is a belief also because you won't necessarily have secure income in a job, right? That's some people see that as truth, some people see that as not true. That's a limiting belief. Most jobs nowadays are not secure you're not going to have the pension that you used to have in the 1970s right
1: especially the thing- now with yeah. uh you know with the economy with uh companies laying people off like nothing is secure other than how you process your thoughts and take action which we're going to dive into that as well i interrupted you because i just wanted to share that that you know <laughs> we're going through through uh economic change right now which proves That nothing is secure, going back to your point. So is there anything else you want to add to that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The only thing you can really count on is yourself. The only thing you can really count on is yourself. And so having that as a belief and that reality check uh, for many of us is uncomfortable because that means at the end of the day, what, it's just how I show up in the world? Yes. It's how you show up in the world every single day, whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, whether you're a mom, whether you're whatever you're doing, right? Whether you're a business owner or a career person or a CEO or an executive director of something, it doesn't matter what industry you're in at the end of the day, you are showing up in your ability to produce whatever the result is and what's on the other end, whether it's your boss or you are your own boss, doesn't really matter. It's how you show up every single day that matters the most and who you can really count on, which at the end of the day is you, you and your thoughts, your beliefs. Those are the things you can count on. Those are the things you can control. Really. When you asked about why we don't ask for help, we don't ask for help because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And why don't we get coaching? We don't get coaching because most Latinas don't even realize coaching exists, right? We've never even heard of like hiring someone to coach you on your brain. What? Right? Estás loca. Like <laughs> I remember my parents, because I went through some mental health issues in my 20s for sure. Um, And I remember talking to my dad about maybe me going to see a psychologist. And my dad was like, "Yes, ¿Psychólogo? No, eso son para los ricos. Eso es solo para la gente que tiene dinero, right? That's only for rich people that have mm. money. So they wouldn't even open their mind up enough to see that we need support. We need mental health therapists. We mental health is an important part of our life. It's central to everything in our life. And if you don't have a managed mind, for sure if you don't have a managed mind, you're not going to reach your goals. That's guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed, yeah. I'll tell
1: you right now. And I love how you said that because uh last year, 2022, I spent literally hours thinking about you know like what what my brain was telling me what stories my brain was telling me so I made a post on how I spend more time decolonizing my mindset than actual creating a budget or spending plan like I I was so focused on understanding this and to be honest with everyone listening like at first when I was introduced to this concept of like working on your mindset I just thought that it was a bunch of like yeah right like you know I'm a positive person I don't need to work on mindset but I've learned that there's you next time. I mean, you have to work on the belief and the thought that we have to really wire around our brain so we can take aligned action, which you talk a lot about aligned action through your coaching and your platform. So what does that mean for those people that are not aware?
0: Yeah. So in my group coaching program, we talk a lot about it, taking inspired action, right? Being inspired by yourself, by your thoughts, and then taking action based on that. And really, I think the key to reaching our goals is being consistent in that action, taking consistent action, even when you're uncertain, even when you're feeling fear, you feel the fear and do the thing anyways, right? You consistently move forward. And I you think it's important to be aligned with your purpose and what it is you're really up to in life. And by purpose, I don't mean like this big, shining light that's going to come over your head. That's going to be the calling for the rest of your life. I actually don't think most of us have that. I think it's a very small percentage of people that are very clear on their overarching purpose in life and why they were born. For most of us, the purpose we have is we want to make some sort of impact in the world or some sort of impact within our family, or some. sometimes it's just an impact within ourselves. And so figuring out what that impact is, that's what I mean by purpose and passion, what drives you. What are you passionate about connecting with that, that little voice that keeps talking to you in the back of your head? That's a voice that's telling you, I want you to align with what I'm saying, come into alignment with what I am sharing with you, especially if that voice is not going away. And for most of us, that voice just gets louder and louder and louder. (laughs) And it calls you forth right until it's screaming at you, which sometimes means you're having a complete mental health meltdown or you have to take time off work, or you decide you need to quit your job because it becomes really obvious to you that this is not the path that you're supposed to be on. And that's when we talk about alignment, right? Really aligning yourself with who you really are and what that little voice is telling you and starting to take action on it consistently.
1: BC Mujer, if you are ready to embrace wealth building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems the mindset, and of course the vision that you need to create a legacy. This is what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, best investment ever. You exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end. Another client said, before working with Lucy, I was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances. After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. I like Chisme, like I love Chisme. <laughs> so I wanna ask you, How much time do you spend on the mindset work that you teach? How
0: much time do I spend on my own mindset? Yeah, Yeah, a lot of time. So I'm always working on my mindset. I think it's central and core to all the other work that happens. If your brain isn't aligned and supporting you with you taking action, it doesn't even matter if you take the action. Uh, One of the things that I teach in Inspired Action and in my mastermind is something called Be, Do, Have. Be, Do, Have is essentially a breakdown of if you have a goal that you want to reach, having the results, you have to start with who you're being first, which is your thoughts, your beliefs, your intentions. And then that's going to lead to the doingness, right? The taking action part. But if you're not being in alignment with who you really are, it doesn't matter the doing part. Like I could give two people the same exact, let's say, script to use on a sales call, and they're going to get different results based on who they're being. Like if you're being confident or if you're being connected to your purpose, or if you're being courageous, you're going to get different results in your life than if you're being, you know, whatever, tired, fearful, uh, stuck, uncertain, right? All of those ways of being. So we practice way of being coaching and I live, practice, live the work. I live way of being coaching all the time. The reason I have a full coaching practice almost always, and I'm coaching like over 200 women right now in all the groups that I'm coaching, the consulting coaching that I do in private one-on-ones. The reason I can have that and I will forever have a full caseload of clients is because of my way of being. And way of being work is all mindset. It is all mindset. So I firmly believe the real work to reaching your goal is the mindset work. Now, I don't say that to people when they first encounter me, because just like you shared, you see a little while ago that when you first heard the mindset work, you were like, what? I'm not going to invest in that. <laughs> That's just, you know, who cares about the mindset, right? Yeah.
1: And, you know, the the way I work with my clients too, through, through the well-building journey, it's a lot of like money mindset coaches or just money coaches in general. They start by like, okay, let's look at your numbers and look at this. And I've learned that for us, let there is so much more than just a, a process, right? And so I don't even work with my clients on numbers until like probably the fourth week, because those are irrelevant. If your mindset is not where it needs to be, and then you're able to identify like your those money beliefs that don't belong to you, like you're going to be looking at this budget and 90% of the time, you're just going to be like, what the heck is this, right? So I am believing mindset. I invest myself in mindset. I 10 hours on my own mindset. And so I want to talk about also like, how can we navigate with this belief, right? Like you and I are aware of like how the mindset works and why it's so important, but there is times and seasons in our lives when we feel like, like a full chingona mode, right? We're like up and life is great and we have clients and everything comes, but then there are seasons in our lives when we're just like on the downside. How can we, or what can we do to consistently have results, consistently have the flow of cash flow consistently have the flow of positive thoughts?
0: Yeah, number one is going to be to work on your mindset. (laughs) That's the number one answer to what can you do to consistent? Well, okay, a couple of things. One is you've got to work on your mindset and reality check. Life is up and down. Life is 50-50. 50% 50% of the time, you're going to feel like you're on track and you know exactly what you're doing. And 50% of the time, you're going to feel like, you know, Dios mío, ¿qué está pasando? Right? Like, what what's going on? I don't know what I'm doing. I feel uncertain. Or life will just throw you curveballs, right? The refrigerator breaks. The car breaks down. Whatever. Life will happen. And life will happen always no matter what success you've reached. So even if, because a lot of us think like, once I make a certain amount of money, then I'll be happy. No, you're going to make that amount of money and life is still going to be 50-50. Or once I get that promotion, then everything's going to change for me. No, you're going to get the promotion and guess what? Life is still going to be 50-50. So learning to accept that and sit in your ability to feel All of the feelings, this is one of the things we work on in Inspired Action is our tolerance for feeling all of the feelings, including the uncomfortable feelings, sitting in the uncomfortableness of fear, doubt, uncertainty, uh, shame, even sitting with all of those feelings and not letting those feelings stop us from moving forward towards our goal, still moving forward. So therefore, because life is 50-50, it's going to feel like you're going up and then down and then up and then down. This idea of consistency in consistency in happiness or consistency in how you um, how you show up in life—that's actually not possible. Life is going to do what life is going to do, right? What you can consistently do, though, is consistently grow. You can work on your growth mindset, and you can consistently move towards growth, and that requires daily checking in, daily monitoring, daily discipline around managing your thoughts and choosing thoughts that are going to serve you better on a regular basis. But daily growth, let me just say this, my little disclaimer, daily growth and and growth overall doesn't equal feeling good. In fact, growth oftentimes feels really crappy. It does not feel good.
1: That (laughs) (laughs) discomfort.
0: Yeah, it's discomfort. It's absolutely discomfort. Yeah, 100 percent So, working on your mindset and knowing that nothing has gone wrong, this is just life, especially when you're on the down slope and then pulling yourself back up to the, you know, top slope. One really important thing though that I will mention that is so vital, I think, for especially for Latinas is doing this work in community. Oh, I think yes. It's so important for us to be together because we remind each other of the importance of who we really are. And we remind each other of the journey we've been on and the mountains we've already climbed that your brain will forget. Your brain will tell you you haven't done anything amazing this year.
1: And you did like 20 amazing things, right? And that you're not the only one struggling because, you know, as a, as a financial coach, I have people that, you know, in the past made financial mistakes and they, they just believe that they're the only ones that they believe that you know, they're not smart enough. They don't like all of these things. And and that's also why I now have a group coaching, because I'm like, I want you to see that you're not the only one who is anxious about money, who is afraid of money, who wants more. And the cultura tells you that, you know, it's not okay. Like, and you're right, we thrive in community. So I love that you touch on that. I want to talk about entrepreneurship, especially you as a mom. Because I I believe that there's this other side of our belief that Latina moms cannot be moms and entrepreneurs at the same time and make money. How has it been for you to orchestrate all of those three aspects of your life?
0: Yeah, well, I love it. I absolutely, absolutely love it because of the freedom that comes with entrepreneurship, right? I work less now than I think I ever have. And I make way more money. (laughs) So the way I manage it all is one, I have a really great relationship with time. Like I look at time as my best friend. Time works for me. <laughs> she expands when I want her to expand. She contracts when I want her to contract. She's like my best friend, right? Love that by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually have a relationship with her as if she were like a real person. So me and time are close. And when I need her to give me more, she gives me more. And, and but I also respect her. So I am a woman of my word, right? If I say I'm going to do something at a certain time, I follow through with that. That is a muscle that I have built through years of being in coaching containers that have supported me and building that accountability muscle through a long time. And how I manage it all is when I spend time with my kids, it's really about the quality of the time. So I'm spending less time, let's say in my business and sometimes less time with the family, depending on sometimes I have to travel for um, speaking engagements or for uh, trainings. um, If companies hire me to do trainings and then I spend less time with the kids. So what I've learned through the last couple of years is that it's not about the amount of time. It's about the depth and the quality of time that you're spending with your kids, the depth and the quality of time that you're spending on your work. Because even though I only work an average of 25 hours a week, those 25 hours, let me tell you, they are depth of work. They are intense work. They are high value hours. I am putting in the actual work. There's no like, uh, oh, well, messing around on Instagram or messing around on Facebook. And then I get lost in something and it's really concentrated work. So the depth of the work has gone deeper, which means it's more connected to the results. I'm getting better results with more deeper focused work.
1: This is something that I had to learn myself as a as a mompreneur. So my daughters are three and four and a half, and so I only have x amount of hours to get my work, but also coach. Right, and you mentioned like not messing around going on Facebook or Instagram, like at the beginning of my journey, I will find myself doing that. And I have improved my relationship with time, where I know that that's the only thing that I will never get back, right. So I'm very intentional with my work with my routines. And so it was, it's fascinating to me to hear you another coach talk about also um, the importance of time. So this has been an amazing conversation. And I want you to tell mujeres where they can find you and how can we support the work that you're
0: doing? Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much, Lucy, for allowing me the opportunity to share a little bit about my story. Yeah, I am on a mission (laughs) to get more Latinas coached because I think if every Latina had a coach, the amount of results that we could create would be phenomenal. So my introductory program that I suggest everybody go check out is called Inspired Action it's a group coaching program. So it's so affordable for every single Latina. And really what we do there behind the scenes is work on your mindset, but we get a lot of things done also. So it's an action taking program that is really great for anyone who's listening to this, that is procrastinating on getting things done, that doesn't have a great relationship with time that feels lost and is looking for clarity and just needs to get unstuck. This is the program to get unstuck and to learn mindset work. Then I also have a mastermind called the get it done master If you go to my website, you can find information about all of this or my Instagram. So at Instagram, you can follow me at Wendy Amara. And my website is uh, www.wendyamara.com. So it's all Wendy Amara. And you can get on wait lists if the doors aren't open for some of these programs. You're also welcome to DM me. I do actually answer every DM on Instagram that I get. (laughs) At some point, I get back to people. So you're welcome to DM me with questions or information and follow me on Instagram because I do Wednesdays with Wendy where it's open free coaching. Yeah, every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Wendy. And lastly, what is your definition of wealth?
0: Ooh, my definition of wealth is freedom. Freedom of time, freedom of energy, freedom of uh, love, freedom in all ways, shape and form. So to be able to choose whatever it is you want not from circumstances outside of you, but just from your ability to have the money to be able to do whatever you want, the health to be able to do whatever you want, freedom of health. Yeah, freedom in all ways. I think is a wealthy life is a life of freedom. Yes. I love it.
1: Love it. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for
0: having me, Lucy. Thank you. Gracias.
1: If you are looking for additional resources to help you start your wealth building journey or online business, make sure you check out our blog at sayholawealth blog. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal, accounting, tax, or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including, but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.